and we are on and we are live. Good afternoon, everyone, and a big welcome to you for our weekly careers Q&A session. A big hey to you, Daniel. <laughs> Great to have hey, you back. Kieran. Yeah, thanks so much. Great to be back on the show, hey? My favorite part of the week, yeah, Facebook Live. Yes, it is such a fun time. We do have very good conversations and very good chats here. So uh, we are very excited for today's conversation and chat, which is going to be all about graduate recruitment and everything that you sort of need to do, you need to do to prepare as a graduate um, for the big world that awaits um, out there for you and sort of careers expos as well, how they can help you get prepared as a graduate as well. So we've got quite a few, num quite a number of questions we are going to answer today. Um, but as I say with every single one of these segments, for anyone watching this now live, for anyone tuning in a little bit later on, please know that you can ask any questions that you'd like to in the comment section, leave them below. We can still see them um, and we will answer them for you as we go along with our chat today. Um, but Daniel, I think we should get ourselves started with some questions. What yeah, do you let's, think? Let's do it. Absolutely. Beautiful. Now, what I will say before I quickly kick this segment off is Daniel is one of our awesome careers education consultants. So he is super duper well equipped to answer all these questions. And yes, I'm very excited to hear um, all your responses. Daniel, it's going to be good. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So Daniel, let's kick off with the very first question that we had um, to talk about today. And it actually is what is a virtual careers fair because that's why we want to start these questions today all about careers fairs and how they can help students and graduates so could you maybe tell us what actually is a virtual careers fair yeah absolutely yeah think of it like a 7-eleven uh, so you walk into 7-eleven <laughs> you've got like these massive assortments of all these things that you can buy like drinks and snacks but it's actually employers so it's where um all the different employers come together under the one roof and you get to actually walk around in a virtual setting. Um, so you get to like tour around, have a look who's there and all the employers will have their own booth. Um, yeah. So they'll be like branded with the company name. And then in the booth, there'll actually be um, recruiters and sometimes um, people from within the business. Let's say for example, consultants or managers who actually work in the business. And their job is to actually tell you all about the company and then they'll be able to um, make some recommendations as to potentially some jobs that you could actually apply for that's in alignment to your degree and your career interests as well. So it's a great opportunity, yeah, just to, uh, to you have to register for the event, so please make sure you register and we'll put the registration links uh, in the chat. But yeah, definitely register. And then once you get there, you can just yeah, log on, uh, walk around and check out all the different career booths. And you'll be actually quite blown away um, or like quite amazed as to like how many different employers there are actually there. And some of them you may not have heard of. And so it's a great opportunity to, if you do see someone that is really interesting for you, just to stop by and you actually get to have a chat directly with them as well. So it's a great information gathering um yeah exercise to find out your yeah, great employers to work for and potentially where you could fit in as a graduate that is exactly right daniel and i'm actually super excited because i don't know if everyone knows but at the moment we have got a number of graduate recruitment events that are coming up over the next month so throughout march um, we have been sharing quite a few of them and our very first one kicks off this friday so tomorrow um, which is with grad connection and seek so if you want to get the ball rolling and you want to start to explore what options are out there for you we can't encourage you enough to jump on that one and then have a look at the other ones that we've got posted all throughout our social media channels too and also in the comments of this um, chat as well uh, and that's where you can register for those as well. <laughs> 
Yes, it's quite a big week, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, tomorrow the first cruise event and then those crew events, uh, virtual crew fairs are running next week as well. So I'll definitely yeah, highly recommend that students do come to um, one of those virtual career fair days because it can really give you a head start in terms of identifying who you can apply for and then taking that next step about some great things you can say in your online application as part of the, the visit that you made to the, the cruise fair. Absolutely. And we would love to hear from you. If you're watching this now or later and you are attending one of the careers fairs, please leave a comment below and let us know which one you're attending or why you're attending. Uh, we would love to know and hear from you as well. So keep us in the loop and how things are going as well. <laughs> Alrighty. So Daniel, what do students need to do to prepare for these careers expos? What things would you recommend them do to get ready? Yeah, I think one of the biggest differences is that usually career fairs would be held face to face, like in a really big exhibition centre or directly on campus. This year, because of COVID, the biggest change is that the career fairs are now online. Yes. So there's a couple of uh, tips I can share in terms of how to prepare. And one is um, just to be obviously number one, register. That's the most important thing. Please register because that way you can get the link. <laughs> to click on so then you can go to the virtual careers fair. But before you log on, there's a couple of uh, key things to do. One is just take a few moments to set up your computer. So make sure you've got like a really good internet connection. And at some point you may be able to talk directly to the recruiters. So you just wanna make sure that you've got like a, a good microphone or you've got your headset connected. Mm. And then you want to make sure that you've got some kind of just fairly decent lighting just so that you've got no major shadows on with your camera. And then as well, um, you just want to make sure that um, you don't need to fully dress up, but just be conscious of looking a little bit professional just because you want to make that good first impression. So yeah, definitely microphone set up, camera set up, uh, dress appropriately. Um, if you can, when you go do talk to the recruiters at the virtual crew booth, try and do it with um, your camera turned on. It's better than just a, a closed chat feature, but yeah, definitely um, do it video based if you can. So turn your camera on. And then also, yeah, just be mindful of your background as well. So for example, if you're logging on from your bedroom, just make sure like, you, like your mom or dad says, please clean your room. So you gotta make sure that your background <laughs> is very neat and professional looking as well. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, those are perfect tips. And they're just sometimes things that we don't think about because we're so used to this virtual world now. They're just small things that you can do to really get ahead. Um, now, Daniel, what about before Careers Expo? Are there things that students and graduates should be doing in preparation for the graduate, um, the Careers Expo, sorry? Are there things that they should be researching, things they should be doing? Could you maybe tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so some good research to do is try and um, just have a look at who's attending the careers fair. Sometimes with the career fairs, you may not necessarily know all the employees that are there, but yeah, try and identify some um, potential target companies that you'd love to work for. So is it like maybe you want to work for Optus or it could be a particular um, like utility company or engineering, mining, um, some kind of, you know, social services type organization. So have a think about some ideal companies that you'd like to work for. And then the next step is to think about ways to convey to the recruiter at the information booth who you are, what you study, and what you're really interested in. So that's just a matter of preparing like a little bit of an introductory story where you can say like, hi, you know, my name's Daniel, I'm studying at Western Sydney University, I'm studying architecture, 
and I'm really interested in um, you know ecology and smart building design to improve you know energy efficiency by integrating building design with the natural landscape as an example and I say yeah fantastic you know you could potentially fit into our organization working on these sorts of projects something like that um, or another example could be you know like you know hi I'm Daniel I'm doing like a, a bachelor of business majoring in IT um, and I'm really interested to work in um, artificial technology so just thinking like a very quick introduction that's really important because when you do walk past um, the employer booth you will actually need to say hi to the recruiter and just introduce yourself and that, that feels a little bit awkward at first so just preparing introduction can help you get a massive you know start and then the next step is yeah just to think a little bit more about this the sort of career goals and aspirations that you have and think of some questions that you might be able to ask in terms of um like if i was successful with my application to work at your company like what would our graduate typically do um on a day-to-day -day basis um do you have any tips and techniques on how to, i could prepare a standard application um, and maybe another one would be um could you maybe share with me some real life examples of some current projects that you're working on so say for example um ibm you know doing a lot of uh, work and research at the moment on artificial technology for example in cancer research so try and get an understanding of some real life current projects that the employer works on and also who their clients are as well that's really important that's awesome. Um, Those are the two tips. Yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so I'll go. Oh, I have so much to say sometimes with these things. No, so, go. I was just going to say as well, and please don't worry too, like if you actually don't know like who you want to work for, and don't worry too much if you're a little bit unsure as to what your career goals are at this point, because the best part about going into the virtual careers fair is that you will actually get to virtually walk, walk around. So just pay attention to like, you know, which um, employer booths actually do capture your attention. You know, who looks interesting, who's a bit innovative in terms of their um, booth design. And then don't be afraid just to go up to your career and say, hey, you know, this is who I am, this is what I'm studying. I actually haven't heard of your company before, like what do you guys do? So don't be afraid, just to be really human, um, be down to earth and don't worry too, hey, because um, this is my last point to, to answer your question is that, um, so I also went to, so as a, I have a background in graduate recruitment, so I used to go to career fairs a lot and my job, the role of a recruiter is to actually make students aware of the company that you're working for. So recruiters have a job to boost um, student awareness of their company and then the second job is to actually explain to students clearly the sorts of opportunities that exist within their company. So recruiters are there to actually help you and to guide you because they want to be able to attract you to apply to your company. So don't be afraid just to say hi and then just, you know, generate that discussion as you go through. I love those tips so much. And they're so important just to think about, you know, who you're going to be seeing and asking those all the right questions. Um, they're definitely yeah. really good tips that students can take away and apply right, yeah. to the <laughs> That's right, yeah. And I just want to be like really supportive and encouraging with students as well because, you know, going to a careers fair, it, it can feel a bit scary. Like it, it can feel awkward and nervous, particularly this year when it is online. But it's mm. also new for employers as well because it's the first year for virtual career fairs for the employer as well. So the employer is also getting used to the best way to interact with students and how to use the technology with the online chat or the video. So it's kind of awkward for everyone. So everyone's kind of learning <laughs> together, you know, in this kind of, you know, post-COVID world. So yeah, again, please, please know that the main thing is you get big, massive brownie points for showing up and then you get big brownie points for simply saying what your name is, what you study and then sharing some career goals and then massive brownie points for just asking a few you know, insightful questions to understand more about the company.
That's right. It pays to do your research and just that little bit of preparation at the start of um, before you attend, it's going to make the world of difference and help you to stand out, which is what it's all about. Be memorable for all the right reasons. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those are perfect tips to sort of get students on their way, Daniel. But what about after the Careers Expo has happened? Are there things that you suggest students do follow up on? Um, what steps would you think that they need to do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Follow up is really important. So. Um, Follow-up is um, kind of uh, just a, another way of f um, helping you stand out and to create like a, a really good relationship with the employer. So a couple of really simple things to do would be, number one is make sure you get the name of the person that you spoke to and then just ask for their, for their permission to add them to LinkedIn. And that way, after the event, you can actually um, jump onto LinkedIn and um, just send them like a thank you note and say, hey, thanks so much. It was really nice to meet you. Thank you so much for explain, um, explaining to me about what the company does and potential um, graduate opportunities. And just share a few insights as to, as to what you've learned. And there's a couple of reasons why that's important. Number one is that most students actually won't do it. Mm. So automatically you'll stand out. And number two, what it does is that it just helps you to be able to get flagged as um, a potentially strong applicant that the recruiter would actually like to potentially interview earlier before the other applicants. So for example, um, the way it works in practice is that we often, when I went to career fairs, I'd actually just write down the name of students who asked really good questions and who were studying something that was relevant to our company. And then I would just keep an eye on when they applied so that then I could screen the applica application first and then get them booked into an interview much more quickly. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so just little things like that, hey, because the thing is, it is quite hard to find like really good quality staff to work for companies. So just showing that little bit of initiative and follow up and, and you know, building your networks and saying thank you um, is, a, is a really good opportunity. Um, another tip and technique, right, is that sometimes when you do go to the cruise fair, this one's a little bit more of an advanced technique, but when you do go to a cruise fair, often it may only be recruiters there. And there may not be anyone within the organization there at the booth who specializes in your particular area. So for example, just going back to IT, it could be that you have an interest in particular programming and mobile apps, but there's no one in that booth at the time that specializes in that particular area from the business. You could actually ask the recruiter, would it be okay, could I maybe um, do an informational interview with someone who does work in that particular division so I could learn more about the potential opportunities that exist within the company. So that's perfectly standard. And it's, it's okay to ask for that as well. So that's going that next step on going next to an informational interview. And we can actually copy and paste in a guide that we have on how to do an informational interview. Yeah, that would be very fantastic. And Daniel, maybe for those who um, are listening and aren't 100% sure what an informational interview is, a bit of a tongue twister, what would that, just as a brief description, what would that entail? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so what it is is that when, yes, yeah, so it's a bit of a changing topic, hey, but it's really important. Oh, that's okay. I'll do a quick one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so all it is is that um, basically um, you go meet with someone who you would love to be, really. So, say for example, um, if you we'll go back to IT as an example. So, you have an interest in um, programming with mobile apps. So, you could actually go meet someone within your dream company who does that type of work and ask them about what they do. And they'll be able to share with you exactly what they do, the, the projects that they work on. And they'll actually be able to give you some really good career advice on how you could also break into and get your first graduate role within that space. And they can share with you their, their career wisdom, how they got started. Um, and they can actually give you some tips and techniques on how to best put forward your application to work for the firm.
So it's more like a, a, a coaching conversation, but more so like where you get to interview them a little bit like a news reporter to find out how they got started and how you could also get started in that space as well. But it's also research as well, because about research is you want to get a really good solid understanding of what the company does so that you can communicate that on your application, particularly with the cover letter, when you go to an interview, you can you know convey all the great research that you've done. Because for example, when you go, do go for an interview, it just helps you really stand out to say, yeah, as part of my research into working for the company, um, I did meet with um, like Susan, the graduate recruiter at the Curious Booth, and then I did an informational interview with David, like your um, director of app development. So it just helps you demonstrate that you've taken these extra steps um, to research the company and explain how your career goals match what the company is looking for. Yeah, I love that all so much. And I just love the idea of doing that little bit extra for that long-term gain. That's I think right. that's yeah. a really important thing that students can do to get ahead. Really be, again, be really supportive with students. So th these are really you know, advanced techniques that we're, that we're using. Um, mm -hmm. And they do feel scary, but please understand that everyone did start as a graduate once and that um, employers do really want to be helpful, that they do have your best interests at heart. So don't be afraid to ask people for their advice and their, their wisdom as to how you can get started on your, career, on your dream job. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. It's very exciting talking all things dream jobs and all these awesome companies as well. So it's awesome. Um, and Daniel, to sort of bring things home, I guess, um, the last question I wanted to touch on was actually the three things um, that students who may be preparing for a graduate role should be doing in order to get organised, get prepared, or just things that you'd recommend that they do. Um, yes, right, yeah. About graduate recruitment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So three things, hey? Three things, yeah. So, um, yeah, one is definitely um, really do you know use the careers fair as an opportunity to, to gather as much information as you possibly can. And what you want to be able to walk away um, from the information gathering at the careers fair is you, an understanding of who the company is, who their clients are, what type of projects the company delivers to their clients, then how your career aspirations actually fit in to that working for that particular company. So that's what we call information gathering. Then tip number two is then you have to work out the best way to then communicate all that information across the application stage for a graduate role. And so it's where you need to gen start generating um, some, some wording and some stories around what to put on your, your cover letter and then what to convey during the interview. So to be more specific, when you go for an interview, they're going to say to you, so hey, what do you understand about our company? But they're, but they're looking for something really in particular, which is really like, why do you want to work at our company compared mm -hmm. to other companies? And this is where um, graduate recruiters and employees sometimes share some frustration because they often say that when they ask a graduate, why do you want to work for us? Sometimes a graduate may give generic answers. So they might say, I want to work for your company because you have really good um, graduate opportunities and, you know, international opportunities to work overseas and I can be really challenged uh, in the role. They're what we call kind of generic. An example of like a specific reason as to why you want to work for your company is I sometimes use the joke about, you know, the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. Yes. So like a, yeah. Yeah. So like imagine that, you know, you're applying for like a, a graduate role as a marketing assistant at, at Hungry Jacks. So you're going to go to the interview, right? And they're going to say to you, the first question you're going to ask you, so why do you want to work at Hungry Jacks? And then you can say, well, the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. But then the <laughs> next step is you've got to explain why the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. And you could say, well, actually, you know what? I really want to work at Hungry Jacks compared to McDonald's because Hungry Jacks was the first burger chain to implement um, vegan food. 
So Hungry Jacks, you know, led the led the generation of, of market demands, you know, for vegan food, and were the first ones to actually trial that products. And then you can go on as well to say things like, you know, it has a much better um, social footprint compared to McDonald's. Hungry Jacks, you know, donates more money. They run more community engagement events. And on top of that, their food quality is better. Like the their burgers are flame grilled compared to um, Macca's that don't flame grilled. So I'm just sharing that as, as an example. That makes me hungry. That actually, yeah, that's right. It's lunchtime, right? Yeah. Uh, Facebook lunchtime. Yeah. But I'm just sharing that as like a, as a, um, just a fun example of that. Yeah. When you do go to an interview, they, they want to know specifically why are you choosing us over your other companies? And this is another quick example is let's say, for example, you're applying to Nike. Um, you know, again, as a marketing graduate, you could say something like, you know, Nike actually produces more basketball shoes compared to Adidas. And I'm the world's number one biggest basketball fan. And I'm really interested in the social engagement work that Nike does to build community um, collaboration with youth to prevent, you know, homelessness and drug addiction through building um, community sporting events. So that's a specific reason as to why you want to work for Nike compared to Adidas. So by going to the careers fair, that really does help you. Um, yeah, you know, gather that information that helps you present your story and to ask, you know, to answer those difficult interview questions about, yeah, why do you want to work for us? What do you want to do in our firm? And then what research did you do to find out about us? Yep. And then my third, my third uh, tip and technique on how to prepare a really good application after the careers event is just going back to that earlier point of please try and talk to as many people as you possibly can to um, find out um, about who the company is and you know to find out why you want to work there and the reason why I just emphasize that point is that because you know one of the first questions that you do get asked about um, so when you do apply online so you've got to submit your cover letter and your resume and answer some online application questions the first question they ask you is why do you want to work for us so what what do you understand about our company so what do you know about our products and services and what do you know about the benefits that we deliver to clients? So it's very difficult to answer those questions unless you've actually spoken to someone at the company. Mm-hmm. So that's where you're yeah, going to the careers fair is great because you get that insider information. Then following up and saying thank you, sending thank you notes and then taking that next step further, so that advanced technique of seeing that if you could actually do an informational interview with someone that works specifically within your area of interest, so whether it's marketing, you know, app development, like I said before, or even if it's say accounting or, or healthcare, social work, you could find someone that's maybe working with a specific, you know, demographic of clients that you're really interested in. Mm, I love all these tips and they are so good and they're so helpful to hear just you know there's things that you never would have thought about you needed to do to get organized and prepared as a graduate and as a student going into yeah, that's that right. so it's yeah. really and, and confession time as well like for me like I just real life confession is like I've been in HR now for 20 years but like I, I never went to a cruise fair you know, and so I, I kind of wish I, I did go to Cruise Fair because um, I think it definitely would have expanded my awareness of all the different employers out there um, and how I could potentially fit in as well. And actually, sorry, I might share one more tip as well. A really good question to ask is just to confirm, when you do go to the Cruise booth, just to confirm your eligibility to apply for a graduate program or graduate role. Um, sometimes the employer might say, hey, look, we do require a 65% or above um GPA requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't meet that requirement at this stage, don't worry too much. Just keep shopping around to find employers that don't have a GPA requirement. 
or actually just have like a past average requirement as well. So just yeah, initially confirming your eligibility is important before you do apply, but then also not giving up as well, because a lot of employers have dropped the requirement to have a specific GPA when you apply to their programs. Oh, it's very good to know. And another, another very helpful tip um, for students to be aware of. So don't be afraid to shop around and have a look at the other options that are out there as well. So important to know that. That's right, yep. And if I can just make one final plug, just as, as well before we wrap up as well. Yeah, so um, obviously when you do apply, there's a lot of things that you do need to consider around preparing your cover letter and your resume and then preparing for your interview skills. So please don't forget that here on the careers team, we're actually are here to support you. So I just wanted to do a shout out and promo to don't forget to check our events calendar and please come along to our workshops because we offer a lot of workshops on how to do your online application forms. And actually next week, we, do, we actually are running a specific event on how to prepare an online application. So um, definitely please come along to that as well. Yes, and be sure to check our social media channels and Career Hub because that is where we put all of the information about all those expo, oh, not expos as well, but also the events um, and workshops as well. So be sure to check them out and we'll link as much as we can in the comment section of this um, talk so that you can access all of that information too. Um, but Daniel, thank you so much for your time today. It has been so, so awesome to hear all the tips, um, all thank the things you, so you can share with our students. Yeah, it's great to be here and yeah, good luck to all our students as well. Like I hope you really enjoy uh, yeah, the virtual career fairs, they're, they're a lot of fun. Absolutely. And as I said, all the information about the upcoming careers fairs will not only be here on our social media channels and career hub, but I'll do my best to include as much as I can in the comment section as well so you can access all of those registration links as well because there's a lot to get involved in this coming month, which is exciting. Absolutely. It's <laughs> a big month. It is a very big month. <laughs> um, but as you, if you have any other questions at all, anyone watching this now or later, please feel free to ask them into the comment section and we will get back to you very, very soon. Um, but otherwise, we will be here again next week talking all things in the graduate recruitment realm again um, and how we can help you very, very much. <laughs> all right. Well, Daniel, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for Thank tuning you. in. And we'll Thanks see so you much. next week. Yep. See you next time, guys. Thank you. See you. Bye.